I'm Phil Dobby and welcome once again to the Vantage Performance Podcast. Now, in Australia, we are just over the end of the financial year and for many of us it can be a stressful time finishing off accounts, perhaps clearing stock, trying to close sales and generally tie up lots of loose ends. So, is there a way to make it a little bit easier next year? Of course, you know if I'm asking that question, the answer is obviously yes. And Michael Fingland says now is the time to start doing something about it. Michael is Executive Director and CEO of Turnaround Specialist Vantage Performance. So, Michael, what is it that we're often missing out on? Because, uh, as I've said, it is a stressful time, isn't it? Many of us just can't see the wood for the trees at year end. Yeah. Good morning, Phil. Yeah, look, most businesses, and, and we're talking you know, SME, mid-market, large corporate, most, particularly if they've got a year-end, uh, June 30 year-end uh, reporting um, profile, run so hard to get to meet their targets that they haven't spent quality time you know, actually sitting down with their management team to map out the next 12 months. Now, best practice is you know, if you've got a, you know, if you're a financial year-end sort of aligned business, you know, April, May is really when you should have um, sat down and worked out your strategic plan for the next 12 months or December, January if you're a calendar year. Now, the reality is a lot of businesses don't ever do it uh, or if they do do it, as I said before, they run so hard to get to June 30 and try and hit their numbers that they haven't set aside um, enough time. So, you know, really what we want to talk about today is, you know, even though we're now into July, uh, take a breath. June 30 has happened. You either have or you haven't hit your targets. And, you know, if you haven't hit your targets, that's when a lot of stress starts to, I guess, build. Um, because if you're a large corporate or listed company, you've got reporting obligations and, and, and answers to provide as to why you you know, haven't met your, your guidance or you know, if you're a family business um, but you've got reporting obligations to your financiers, you've still got to come up with, you know, reasons why, why not, um, and particularly if you haven't hit your targets, what you're going to do about it. So take take a breath. June 30 has happened. Uh, now's the time. It's not too late uh, to set aside, you know, a day with your management team to, to uh, revisit uh, where you got to, you know, what what goals you hit, what, what goals you didn't hit, and what you're going to do about it this year. So is it, I mean, does it become, uh, you know, such a busy period that you, you have to put strategy aside for, for a while because some of that stress is created because of the uncertainty that exists at the end of the year? So, you, you know, if you're a small business, for example, we, we've, we've talked about how January is a tough time for businesses because it's hard to get paid uh, in Australia because mm-hmm. so many, so you know, so many accounting people are away on holidays <laughs> sunning themselves somewhere. I should imagine it's a bit like that at the end of the financial year as well, isn't it? Because every, everyone, first of all, is tired. Up in in paperwork, and if you've got big clients, you know they uh, you know they that they possibly have spent their budgets uh, April May time, and so you know things start to dry up a little bit in June and July. Yeah, look, it's it, it's a similar pattern. So either um, you know the people you're trying to get hold of to to pay your bills uh, are tied up, their accountants are tied up with UN matters. So uh, and a lot of that is genuine. You know, they, there's a lot of workload for a lot of businesses at this time of year, or you know, coming up to June 30. Uh, but also, as you, as you rightly pointed out, like in January, um, very difficult to get paid because this time you know, leading into June, um, a lot of businesses are shoring up their balance sheets for reporting purposes. So they want to show as much cash on their balance sheet as possible, particularly large corporates who, who have to report on those things. So they drag out um, their suppliers um, and or they've already spent their budget. So, mm. you know, a lot of small businesses, medium businesses who have large corporates as clients, 
um, you know, always struggle to hit their sales targets May, June, because they've got to hold off until July when the fresh budget has been released and, and they can hit the ground running. So, you know, uh, that, that, that caused a lot of stress for, for SMEs at this time of year. So that stress has possibly uh, stopped you pushing ahead with your corporate plan for this fi- uh, fiscal year, for this financial year. And so that's really putting your business on the back foot. That's, that's the gist of what you're saying, isn't it? Yeah, look, w- whether you're a business that is not in the habit of doing you know, annual strategic plans, uh, or you are, but you haven't got around to it, do it now. Um, it'll make a huge difference to the business. And we, we always recommend having a, an externally facilitated um, strategic planning session because that way the entire management team can participate. You don't have someone trying to steer the meeting and, and also think about strategy. So, you know, for, you know, a few grand, um, you'll end up with, with um, you know, a really productive session. You'll come out with a, with a really, really well-documented strat plan and, there's you know, six or seven key areas across the business that everyone knows about sales, growth, you know, people, systems, all, all the usual uh, sort of key areas. But where a lot of businesses go wrong or management teams go wrong is they try and come up with too many initiatives and they, they just get weighed down with the sheer weight of, well, we've got 55 initiatives, where do we start? So we always recommend that you have no more than three initiatives um, around each of those key areas. And obviously prioritisation is, is key here, but but document them and then prioritise them in a 100-day plan. A 100-day plan, you'll find a 1,000 templates on the, on the web. But at the end of the day, it's just a project management tool where you list out the key initiatives across those key areas, who's responsible, what's the financial impact, uh, when it's going to be completed by, and then the key is to drive accountability is to catch up regularly, at least weekly, um, for the first you know month or two just to get traction. So you're only focusing on those really big, uh, ticket initiatives and that will uh, that will drive the change that you need to uh, hit your new budget for the next next financial year. And applying this discipline, I guess that is going to help those sorts of companies who feel as though they are almost lurching from crisis to crisis. You know, they're thinking, well, we just got over Christmas and now we've just got over the uh, the end of the financial year. Uh, we're really uh, going from, from almost from one crisis to another rather than having any sort of methodical way forwards. Look, they, they do. I guess there's two broad categories here, and business is tough. You know, the economy is tough. Uh, a lot of industries, you know, have just got to June 30, and, and it hasn't been a good year. You know, some have some have raced through. So, you know, a lot of a lot of businesses um, should be doing strat plans just to realign the management team and give it give the next 12 months some new focus um, and energy, and you know, give them something to aim for. So, if you're doing well, you still need to do it because it gives you that focus. Um, and I can guarantee you. You know, three quarters of your competitors will not be doing this process. So it's a way to get a jump on them and get great attraction. The, on the other side of the fence, those that have struggled to get through to June 30 and, and you know, see, see the end of the year, well, you'd think they see the end of, end of June 30 as a as a period of respite, but it's not. I mean, business doesn't change. You've still got bills to pay and, you know, um, nothing changes. Those clients would strongly encourage, and, this is, and, you, and you cannot get to the solution that I'm about to or this principle that I'm about to expose, um, unless you've got some thinking time, some quality thinking time with the management team. So if you've had a really rough year or two or three years and nothing's changing, you know, our philosophy around turnaround and, and, and strategic change, when the business has either stagnated for a period of time or it's declining, you need to come up with one to two big changes in strategy. We've talked about this a few times over the years. Um, that is what's required, and you cannot 
you know, if you're running hard in the business and you're working 60, 80 hours a week and the management team's burnt out, you simply don't have the headspace to even try and come up with what those one to two big changes in strategy are. So take some time out, really try and set yourself a goal. If, if the business isn't achieving what you want it to achieve, it might be making money, but not what you thought it was going to do, or it, it, it might be you know, uh, going through some real, real pain. Set yourself a goal to come up with one to two big changes in strategy. Um, you'll, be, you'll be amazed with what you find, and then you can build a new strategic plan around that if everyone is aligned. And is this the time, you're saying this is the time to do it because because this is a guess. I mean, it's one of those rare opportunities, isn't it, during the year where the start of the new financial year, uh, new plan, new targets, a new way of working, new opportunities, and you've got the time to do it because we're not hitting Christmas. We're not hitting the end of the financial year. We're not, we're not hitting Easter. It's actually uh, an opportunity to knuckle down and spend some quality time on this stuff. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the ideal time to do it, you know, if you're a financial year and sort of reporting you goals are in data businesses, is, yeah. is, is yeah. mate, you've already done yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. reality is they, they haven't got around to it or they just never do it. So the, the point of today I really want to get across is it's never too late. Do it now. Set some time aside. Um, it'll reap huge rewards for the business. Um, at, at the very least, it gives the management team some time out to do some strategic thinking, which they'll really enjoy. Because, again, they've been in the, in the, in the minutiae of the business you know, being transactional um, and, and they really uh, you know, enjoy some free thinking time to sort of you know, brainstorm what can we do better it just it just drives a lot of enthusiasm gives you fresh targets as you said and something something uh, you know um, new to aim for which which you know uh, can only uh, benefit the business right so strategic plan 100 day plan do it now don't make the same mistake that you made this year uh, and go into the next financial year with a with a whole new way of working. It's never too late. <laughs> Very wise words. Great. Uh, we'll catch you again soon, Michael. Thank you. Cheers, Phil. Just do it is basically what he's saying, isn't it? Uh, Michael Fingland on the Vantage Performance Podcast. And next time, join us for seven essentials to creating high-performance teams. You can't miss that one. This is the Vantage Performance Podcast. We'll see you next time. I'm Phil Dobby. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.